All right, guys, before we start the podcast, we just finished. We want to show you our merch that is being released December 3rd. If you want 24 hours early access, there's a link in our bio that you could sign up for early access. Antonio, what are you doing here? I got my card through. But which which of the sweatshirts? We have three colors. What's your favorite color? Blue, black. To be honest with you, I like this, I like that, but I like even this one here. Put it on. If I put it on, I'm not taking that off. That's fine. No, we need the people. The people are going to get that. Somebody's going to get this, Antonio. Oh my god, guys, oh. shirt. I hope you took a shower before you came here. Uh, did you take a shower? <laughs> <laughs> I don't guys, there is going to be a competition. Whoever wins is going to get this shirt here. Anto, okay. who's going to pack all these orders? Who's packing all these orders, by the way? Are you going to help pack? Uh, absolutely. They're going to go off the shirt. You're going to put your job. Yeah, and I'm going to put my special picture with the signature inside. Okay? If anyone wants it. With the AC Milan. With you will get stickers. Oh, you're going to get stickers. Oh, sensational. This is going to be the packaging. Look at that, look at that. This is top notch. It's going to be good. Guys, they're going to go quick. So if you want, be ready. There will we will do. Uh, we're gonna have a, a pre-order as well after everything else sells out. But if you want it by Christmas, you want it early, make sure you are ready. Not Saturday, it's coming. Let's go. I should put this a little bit higher. Uh, no, Mike. No, I'm good. I'm <laughs> no, good. No, because your neck's too long. Yeah. Oh, my, my neck is too long. And something else too short. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Molinari, can I go? Are we live, uh, Molinari? Okay, let me just. I was asked to do the introduction. It's my pleasure again you, to introduce. You were not asked to do the introduction. You actually said I want to do you the introduction. It's on tape. Well, I gotta do what I gotta do. Okay, Absolutely. so guys, welcome to the next episode of uh, IFTV podcast. That's right. And uh, this is gonna be a good one because we're just uh, fresh of the USA victory. USA, USA, USA. From the front desk over here, just right now in front of the camera, your friend Antonio. Next to me, it's Eminem. And uh, hmm. right next to him is MK or Mike the Greek. Okay, <laughs> there we go. So uh, I love my Marco, I don't know if you have a, a, a line of topics that you want to discuss and things like that. But uh, we could tell people what we're going to talk about on this episode. All right. So first of all, mm. Gaetano had to pull off from the podcast. Yeah. Peter Ukurt just never answered. He was supposed to get here. He was busy. Yeah. He's got to work. So it's just going to be the three of us. We've been all been watching the World Cup very closely. Mm. And we're going to discuss that. We also have first time that we're going to look at our brackets because mm -hmm. we already have some people in the lead. And then we also have some people on the bottom okay. of the table. I'm you not know, gonna name you're only names. looking at the bracket because you are up right now, right? If you were down, no, you were not going to look at the bracket. That's the only way to look at, at the bracket right now. I think you have some kind of uh, opinion on that. Uh, and then the real reason why we call this podcast, uh, emergency podcast, if you will, is because of what happened at Juventus, mm -hmm. which is Agnelli. Nedved and the entire board of directors have resigned from the club. We're going to give our opinion, why we think, and uh, what the future is going to hold for the club. Oh my God, I can't wait. Don't get me started Let's, with that. Should we start with the World Cup yeah, or should we start with the Juventus? That's the World, World, World Cup. Talk about that. Okay, oh, Mike. So what have you guys felt so far of the World Cup? Because <clears> it's a weird one. It's in the winter. Person, but I've already gotten to the fever. I've been waking up early for the games. Mm. I end up watching them. You cheer along. Lots of upsets. The Japan game against Germany, maybe one of my favorites, I think, of the mm. tournament so far. Uh, what, have, what have you guys made of it so far? I have to be honest with you. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'm so, I'm such so sort of jet lagged by just watching at the game. You know, this five o'clock stuff. I rarely go end up watching a game from five o'clock, but I try to catch up with uh, some highlights. And uh, you know, on and off, I wake up at five thirty, five forty-five, six o'clock, and I've, the first thing that I put on, and not because. Uh, I'm dying to watch them because some of the games are not that exciting. But uh, when USA is playing or when Argentina or Brazil or some of the top uh, European teams are playing, not to, the, to, to downgrade the rest of the, the team participating in the World Cup, but uh, those are the teams that I wanted to see whoever is playing in the Italian, in the culture, in the Serie A, I'm interested in the way they do. They've been do. doing well. Yeah. 
Who's yeah, impressed you the most players. from the big teams? What, who's been the biggest, imp- like, impressed you the most? In United States, it's Serginho Dest. Because, not because it's an AC Milan player. <laughs> I don't think it's a team, but okay, Serginho okay. Dest. USA is impressing me. Serginho Dest is playing a spectacular... He did, he, uh, he did amazing today. He had an Very assist good. that he put Pulisic or Pulisic, the way they, they call Pulisic. it over here, in the position to score the, the winning goal for United States. Who gave Dest the ball? Uh, I think McKenny, right? right. Yeah, McKenny's playing right. for Juventus. And a nice I Juventus Milan connection. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna talk about that. I got bad news for you. McKenny might be news? playing with my friend Nicola Cirincione in the next couple of weeks. Why? Yeah, because he's gonna, <laughs> Juventus is going to be penalized. And I can wait for Nicola Cirincione, uh, the, the owner of Campobasso, with Matrizetta to kick Juventus' mm. ass. Oh my God, so, Nick, please, if you're listening, before you're listening <laughs> to this, I'm going to be there at the stadium watching Juventus downgrade all the way to Promozione. So for context, Antonio <laughs> is saying that Juventus, he thinks Juventus is going to get relegated with the stuff. So he's saying they're going to play against Camobasso in Serie D. Yeah. Anyway, I thought you were going to mention maybe Theo Hernandez, who's been unbelievable yeah. for France. That we knew it already. Drew, Theo Hernandez, they're playing spectacular. Yeah, we knew it already, but he wasn't even a starter. Giroud? His brother was starting. Oh, Ternantes, I mean, as a, as a default because his brother got hurt. But yeah. I don't understand. Ternantes is much better than his brother. I mean, do they play the same position? Yeah, yeah. they were playing the same position. Hell, what 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 this guy here on his mind? Uh, to to uh, he's done unbelievable. Coach. The amount of assists that he gets and just the chance creation. We knew it because we watched Serie A, and I feel like I've been so impressed with some performances just from Serie A players alone. Uh, you had Dia who gets on the score sheet. Giroud is always on the score sheet. Milinkovic Savic scored a goal. Leao, Leao. That's what I wanted to see from Leao. The level of concentration. He comes in for Portugal. The first touch, he scores the goal. That's what I want to see from him. Not just, you know, he has to be deadly. It's not whatever I said as a crit- part of a criticism of him is because he wants, I want him to be to be deadly. I don't want it to be slacking, slacking off from time to time because his body language does not. It's very conducive to sometimes to just get me so pissed off. I made a list. I, I wanted to see him score a being nasty. I made a list field. of Serie A players. You guys yeah. tell me if I miss anybody. Chesney, he did amazing with the penalty so save. So far. Zielinski scored a goal. Mm-hmm. McKenney, we already know. Giroud, few goals. Theo Hernandez, Rabiot, mm-hmm. goal and assist. Mm-hmm. Leal, uh, Vanya Milinkovic-Savic, the keeper for yeah. uh, Serbia. yeah. yeah. And Milankovic, actually Milankovic had a bad last game. This was before. Mm-hmm. He played a really good first game mm-hmm. against Brazil. And then his second game against, I don't remember who they played the second game mm. against. It was the 3-3. Oh, no, wait. it wasn't. 3-3 three, was Serbia. Serbia. No, uh, Serbia Cameroon. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They were up 3-1. two goals. 3-1. Yeah. And then they, they threw it away. And a lot, yeah, Cameroon. A lot was defensively. Milankovic was all over the place. Mm-hmm. But besides that, there's been a few good performers for Serie A. Who's been your biggest standout? <clears throat> now, not player team. Player team. Uh, overall, I think I underestimated Spain a lot, and I think Spain proved proved to be better than I expected. Uh, I the way they were playing, like we all knew Gavi, Pedri, all these players and stuff like that. But I don't think we really got a, a real chance to see them. What impressed see, you though? Because they I only just, beat Costa Rica 7-0, and then they tied 1-1 against Germany. I know, so but what's I, impressed you I, so far? I do feel like they were very unlucky against Germany. They had. Two, three golden chances to score. The only thing they're really lacking is that number nine. And Morata does not. I don't think Luis Enrique likes Morata to be playing as a as a number nine there. He prefers like a false nine with uh, Ferran Torres, I believe, mm. over there. But I think that's their only thing that they're missing is from, from what I've seen. Spain, they have a lot of opportunities. And they need someone like against the tougher teams, you can say mm. like Germany, to put them away. Because if they do have someone... Uh, to score. Morata came in, he actually did score, but if they have someone that's consistent because we know Morata is a little on and off sometimes, a little hot and cold. If they have someone like that, 
I think they could surprise a lot of people. They already surprised me just in a couple of games. So mm. uh, very. I good feel like them. that's. I feel like it's kind of early because Costa Rica game. Uh, you know that that was a blowout. So that one yeah. I'm not going to really. But did Costa you see Rica the was like, game, Costa Rica. Yeah, I did. But I the fact that, that they didn't manage that win because a second win would have been automatic, and now yeah, they're leaving yeah. it to the mm. final. And we know the pressure that could have been on Germany to almost get eliminated in that game kind of surprised me in the way that they do. The thing that impresses me about Spain is that. They are just, they bore you out almost with their tiki-taka style. And that's in a good way. I mean, that they're always in a game because they always will dominate possession against any team, which means that you're always within a match. Now, I think that they look better when they, once they have Morata come on, I agree with you. I think that's where they started to step up. Did he score? I believe he he scored. scored. He was the one who scored the goal as well. Uh, That's where they're dangerous. So I think anyone they play against, and when I look at the entire World Cup, they will dominate possession against every single team, and you're always Kimmer. in a game. But let me just say, add, add to, uh, to uh, what you I, just. I just want to say their nickname ahead. is the uh, the death of a thousand touches is what is they that? call them. Yeah. As like their slogan. They had a thousand touches against Costa Rica, yeah. I think, over I, a thousand. Th- that's like their, I guess, their they, slogan that they you know, got. But sometimes too much. Spain, just to get back to you, Mike, with yeah. regardless of Morata, they have so many weapons that they can score with yeah, so many midfielders. Sure. They have a lot of qualities everywhere. They were a little sloppy because uh, they did they did not really. Uh, produce high quality soccer against Germany, but Spain, Spain, with the quality of soccer that they do, they double team the, uh, when they lose the ball. They, they high press. The yeah. pressure that yeah, they put, you, they put you on, it's unbelievable. It's Not a lot of team that can do this young team that Spain has. And I think Luis Enrique, if he plays his card the right way, he can take a chance. And uh, They can go far. They yeah, can go they, far. They really can. They surprise me. Just because sure. they're always in games. That's the I thing that like, hurts to, about them. I picked them to, uh, to make it to the final. Well, we'll, talk, we'll talk about mm. our predictions soon. <laughs> Other team that uh, kind of up and down. Argentina, who uh, you know, I have winning the whole thing. I still am going to stand by that. They lost that first game against Saudi Arabia. Crazy. For, uh, credit to Saudi Arabia. The style that they play is really impressive. The the high <laughs> press. Uh, I love their coach. The what he, what he spoke about in the locker room. They took advantage of their chances. But for me, it was Argentina. Also, they had three goals. I think that were offsides by few margins. Million opportunities. The ball didn't go into the back of the net. When I watch them against Mexico, it was never in doubt that they were going to win that game. They were just so much more dominant. Things haven't clicked yet for Argentina. And I feel like that first game was a good wake-up call. And they have this important match against Poland where they do risk not even finishing, uh, not going through, but also not going in first place. Poland, again, too, another team that I expected a lot more from in terms of style. Zielinski is too high up. I don't think that they have as much fluidity as expected. But I think it's a good hurdle for Argentina because they're going to be one of the teams without a doubt. They've got the pressure on them. It's Messi. It's his last World Cup. The narrative writes itself. And I do think they're more balanced overall, but they have some of those issues in the back line that kind of worry me a little it's bit. It's interesting for me, who's, Argentina. Who has an issue on the back line? Poland or Argentina? Argentina. Argentina. Oh, yeah, I agree with the, that. The I was thing, about to say that. Midfield too, a little bit. I, I expected a little bit yeah. more dominance uh, to in their honest, play. To be for Argentina, what I, I want, I would, I liked Argentina to win the World Cup, but to be completely honest with you, the way they play, even against Mexico, yeah, they dominate possession, all that stuff, but then again, Mexico had 11 players behind the ball. They didn't... They didn't, they, they didn't impress me because they lacked a lot of chances. Like uh, they got they, a lot of chances. They, they, they just didn't finish their they chances. They didn't create many clear scoring opportunities for me for having the ball that long. Like if I compare them to a team like Spain or Brazil, Spain and Brazil get you know they produce so much. But then I see Argentina. I, I don't know whether if it if it's their midfield is too, um, how how do you say it? like. More of too much of a bulldog midfield where they just break whoever comes through and they don't have enough creative in it. 
creativity and attack. I would love Dybala to be a, put there. Honestly, I don't think he prefer. I don't think he likes. No, it he to for be sure doesn't. Them. And they already said so that he's fully fit. He brings so much more creativity than a lot of their options are. Obviously, you're not going to replace him with Messi, but and I know that their dynamic has always been weird in the past. But for me, keeping a guy like Dybala, if when he's fit, he's one of the top players in the world. One of the top players in the world when he's fit. Mm-hmm. I know he can't give you longevity, right? He's not always there. But when he's there, he creates opportunities. So I do agree with that. But my my one pushback, and this is kind of overlooking the entire World Cup, I think a lot of these teams, I think a lot of teams have not looked impressive yet because they haven't hit second gear. Especially, we saw the amount of upsets that happened in the beginning. These are teams that did not get that three, four weeks that's normal for national teams yeah. before a World Cup to prepare. You know, they're just finishing their season. They're flying all the way. They played a million games. They have a thousand injuries. New players are coming in and they haven't been able to gel as much as I think that we've seen in World Cup pasts. Because usually they could come flying out of the gate and they look like they've mm. been playing with each other for a lot. That's just as a whole for a winter tournament, I think. So that's kind of where I feel Argentina is. Brazil, yeah, they've been they look great. They have amazing players. Uh they struggled a little bit in that first half of the Serbia match where they tied them down, but when Neymar is there, oh, I mean, yeah. the guy could break down almost yeah, anyone. Yeah. Richarlson did, you know, mad moments of beauty. My only question with Brazil is in their second game, I questioned Switzerland. Yeah, in their second game, I questioned how they can be without Neymar cuz Neymar was not there. He has that ankle injury. I fear that the ankle injury is worse than they're even making Maybe. it because I heard them talk about ligaments. I know they say he's coming back, whatever it is. Mm-mm. I fear for Brazil without Neymar because for me, he had so much to their attack. He had so much, but I, you also got to give it to Switzerland. Switzerland, to me, is honestly one of the most organized and compact sides that they play defense and offense together. I agree with that. So, I always, to be honest, before that game was going in, I said... Switzerland are going to give them a run for their money. They finished first over over Italy, over Italy. in so, the qualifiers. We yeah, know thanks oh, to who? Thanks to Jorginho. Uh, <laughs> honestly, that's all I thought about in the Switzerland match was but, we would have ah, been through if Jorginho scored the penalty. But then Brazil also scored a goal that they took away eventually offside, which was a uh, which was a tough decision. But Brazil, for the most part, had the ball and they did it without Neymar and they automatically progressed. Their midfield's the not that good though. When I look at Paqueta. I look at Fred. I love Casemiro. Casemiro's I love there. Casemiro. But I see Paqueta I and Fred. They, I don't see that much in their midfield. They honestly. produce, though. They produce. And they they're wearing, it, their bench is insane. Their bench they is have, insane. Well, first, well, Vinicius started. I sent a list of like five players on the bench that would start on any other national team because yeah. they're so good. But Mike, you and Marco, you keep finding excuses for just because of Neymar, if Neymar, if Neymar, if Neymar. Listen to well, me. He's a, one Brazil. of the top players. For the name recognition that they have, for the number of World Cup that they won, and for the player that they have on the pitch and on the bench right now, there is no excuse that Neymar is is, is injured or somebody else is not there 100%. Like for Argentina, we keep crying that the ball has not been used and all the stuff. Those two teams, short of, of playing the final, is going to be a failure for them. Because well, if they you both don't can't win, play the final if they finish I first. know, but if you don't win, I look at it as a failure. Okay? So... Okay, having said that, so I think there are teams over here right now that are much better than like Brazil. Who? Like who? I'm going to tell you who. <laughs> He's okay. some time to think. Spain is one of the teams that I okay. think is Who else? Is we talked better. about Spain, so who else? I'll tell you what. 
I think Poland might, might upset Argentina. No. You, Did you, you watch Poland so? play? I, I wasn't they, impressed with Poland at all. Me at all. I like, liked Poland. The, the only other tournament. Listen to me. The only thing that Poland they don't have it is the defense. The defense, a strong defense. But in the midfield, they're no, very well equi no, equipped. No. And the forward line is very good. You didn't see the games, Anto. I saw Lewandowski, Milik, and company. They can put anybody out of that misery. I was rooting for Poland, but the way I saw them, they didn't. They looked like a team that was just formed the same day. Marco said at the very beginning. I mean, I I said that everybody is jet lagged because they they had nothing, no time so to prepare. So you had them over Brazil. Now that the team is going to start to gel and he all the stuff, the I said that he's impressed with. Who's impressed with? I said Brazil. that Argentina. I think it's Poland is going to. I think it can upset uh, Argentina. Argentina. Well, my word. Hey, we've seen big upsets so far. Uh, you know, you never know what to expect. This World Cup is unprecedented, and I think part of that is towards that. I think we saw those upsets though. More so in the first match than we did in the second, if I'm not mistaken. I don't remember any real upsets in the second one. Other team I'm impressed with uh, as well. Number one, actually, France, who everyone downplayed how France was going to be. Oh, they There's got so no midfield. They got so this. Injuries. So many. Again, the don't, depth don't that they that. have. Also, when Benzema it went is, out, though. it was like it was a funeral that Benzema was not there. People don't realize how good Olivier Giroud has been. Mm -hmm. They won a World Cup with him. It's I know he didn't score a goal, but he does so much more than just score goals. And he's also getting on the score sheet. Their attack What's is phenomenal. Their defense is so strong. France is, is something to be reckoned with. And when Mbappe plays, he is, for me, he's so much better than Holland. I don't care. I know, mm -hmm. not popular opinion. He He's more complete player. I he beats his man. He knows how to dribble. He creates opportunities. He can take shots. He's not just a goal scorer. Mbappe is phenomenal. When I watch Mbappe play, that is football for me. I do put a lot player. of people put Holland over, but Mbappe. But I think Mbappe is better. I don't think so much that you're saying. I think he's a considerable bound better than uh, Holland. I just feel like he has more in his arsenal to give. He's the he's next a, of the best young he, players. He's a World that's Cup winner. I think he's just a champion. He's gonna be like a Messi Ronaldo era that's gonna be going on. He's gonna be one of those players. But France, uh, you gotta give it the, for all the in, they had like four or five starters out for all those players out. They're doing a immaculate job. Depth, you didn't, like, okay. didn't expect. For didn't example, who's out in uh, France? Pogba. Oh, come on, Pogba. Pogba Kante. was done 10 a, years ago. Kante is out. Benzema is out. I understand. Benzema, I understand. Pogba is not. They're, they're the brother of uh, Lucas Hernandez. Okay. Yeah, Lucas they have Hernandez. a bunch of players that were yeah, injured. That it's true. And then uh, the, the guy that got hurt, um, that he got hurt in, their, in the training. No, no, he got hurt in training right before the World Cup. I can't remember his name. Either way, point is that a lot of injuries. Listen, guys. France, if they hold their defense compact, is a lot of trouble for a lot of a lot of teams, including Argentina and Brazil. I think I see a European team winning the World Cup again. I don't see who that. Is, who you? It could be Spain or France. I mean, I picked up Spain be because of the youth and all the stuff for France. I was gonna, to be honest, I agree with you on that point. I, I didn't have a, a European team win. I was thinking either Brazil or Argentina nah, winning. Nah, but have now, it. but now seeing seeing uh, some Europe teams like you were just saying Sp mm -hmm. Spain impressed me France impressed me with all their injuries they're looking good Germany did not impress oh that's one of the teams that did not yeah. Germany looked no. really, they, really they I think they were very fortunate against Spain to get the mm -hmm. draw because they didn't have many chances in Spain were unlucky and that they and Koku and Koku okay and Kunku yeah from uh, I think RB Leipzig right Kimbepe another one Manyan Mm. Oh man, yeah bro they're missing a lot of they're missing a lot of was not called up I don't know. I see that he is named. He's named as one of the injured players. Yeah. Oh, he's not being selected. Okay, Kalulu is not selected. Not selected. That, that, for start, those Ten, are, yeah. Okay. The, the main guys amount. was Benzema, Pogba, Kante, and Koku, uh, Kimbepe, and then the brother of uh, of Hernandez, Lucas Hernandez. Uh, Lucas Lucas Hernandez. Hernandez. So, considering all those things, I agree. 
The last team that impressed me a lot, I would say, is also uh, Portugal. Just the amount of star power that they have up top uh, is is sensational. I love I love um, Silva, Bernardo Silva, and Bruno Fernandes. Bruno, phenomenal yeah, players. Defense is a it's a, it's a horror story. Ronaldo still goals. crying out of that. That's his goal that he touched Listen. it with. Adidas confirmed that he didn't hit, he didn't right. touch it. Apparently, he messaged uh, Pierce Morgan. If you're watching uh, some Fox coverage, uh, where he was telling Pierce Morgan, you message him saying, "I touched that ball." Yeah, but honestly, so it's kind of embarrassing. Yeah. I know. He's a free agent though. But it's your teammate. I don't know if you saw when they gave they awarded the goal to Bruno. Come on. It's not like it was like an own goal, right? Yeah, like you're taking it away from the other team. You're taking, you're trying to take it away Bro, from your. Bro, this is last World Cup, my boy. Doesn't matter. Kind of, also, if you didn't touch it, like Adidas confirmed from the ball that he didn't touch it. I yeah. love. I really like Ronaldo. I'm not is a Ronaldo a chance, hater. Uh, maybe he felt a graze his hair. I, I was gonna do it to you, yeah. but you don't. <laughs> Wow. Like gra- just my graze hand, your hair, like you feel a tickle on him. Uh, listen, that's listen, not gonna do okay. anything. Just to pick up, just to recap a little bit what you were just oh, saying. Oh, I just want to say, if Ronaldo wasn't there, the ball wasn't going in because he he did knock off the keeper because oh, he I thought would. he was gonna hit it. Well, I guess what? Nobody so. cares. What else? You, <laughs> about Portugal? No, let me say just say this: Portugal, Portugal. You know they have weapons on the midfield and the forward line, but defensively they're very scary. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't they know. They concede a lot of goals. They concede a lot of goals. Cancelo made a bad mistake. Yeah, those three concentration, those, lots of concentration. Well, yeah. Mike, you need to be concentrated on the defense no, because okay. if you lose that concentration, yeah. they, you're gonna they get qualified though. They also, Mike, I'm sorry, but the coach is not good. I yeah. know you love this guy, yeah. but the coach is not to the level of Portugal. Not to the level, they they but the style that they should be playing should be much better. Also, he keeps making the same mistakes every single time. You would expect a lot. One more. Mistake, they, they they have like when you look at their team, they yeah. have so many creative players, mm-hmm. and it feels like they're being hindered a little bit. Now, now, guys, look at the way the big team, okay, the big cojones. Look at the team that they played. This is only the first round. It's just the eight. Now we're gonna see from the eight on who's gonna be coming out yeah, like true, the, cream, the cream of the crop. So we saw some upsets, but uh, now we're gonna see the real matchup with the big teams. Just put it on the field because mm-hmm. one thing you play Costa Rica, you play Cameroon, you play, uh, you know, uh, uh, Ecuador, you play in the, those teams now or uh, Saudi Arabia or whatever. Now is the time to leave it on the field. The next round is going to tell who's really got the game That's to true. go all the way. Yeah. So whatever happened all the way right now, it's like this is a warm up. Now the, the real game But you have starts. to get to the next level and by screwing up those games. We're only one. We only have four teams that are qualified till to the next round. So right. there's still mistakes that can be had. One of them, a team that I was very high on, that's been disappointing so far, is Serbia. Serbia, they've got the players. They, bad. they I, I even think that their their intensity in the first game against Brazil, bad. the first half was great. I love the way that they were on top of Brazil. They were closing down spaces. But they're another one that I feel the same thing that they are underachieving. You lose to Brazil, I got no problem. You're gonna lose to Brazil. Most teams are going to get dominated by Brazil. That's what happens. The second game against Cameroon, when you're up 3-1, you did so good to fight. Then you have those moments. Why do you need to go? You're at 3-1. Why are you going for the fourth, the fifth goal? I mean, you you need to see out a match. Was- you don't need to win with flair. Be be pragmatic. I, I'm one that I love attacking. I get it. But when you're up 3-1 in a World Cup, you need to be smart. Move around the ball. See out the game. That's how you go far in a World Cup. They have the tools to do that because they could have won that game and gone up against Switzerland in a great position in the final match. Now they have to win this game mm-hmm. and they need results to go their way. Yeah. They have the players. The unfortunate thing is, they, you know, Kostic hasn't been fully fit. Vlaovic, we still don't know if we're going to see him. You're we, not going to see him, believe me. We don't <laughs> know if we're going to. 
too many individual mistakes in the back. Milenkovic, who had a good game against Brazil. Then again, too excited when you're up against Cameroon. And the magic of the World Cup is that crazy things do happen. Those two goals. It's cliche, but that's the truth of it. You need to see out games when you can. Serbia looks immature for me. I expected more Grinta from them, especially against Brazil. Looks like they just wanted the draw. And Serbia, you expect a team like that with some quality players to really attack. But they were just, in the second half, they were really parking the bus. And I was like, this isn't something they do. They have enough quality to, to Bro, you show. you can't blame them in the, the Brazil match for wanting a draw. Bro, they look like cowards, to be honest the with Cameroon you. The, 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 the Cameroon game was a disgrace. I, I give more respect. The Cameroon game is where they messed up. Uh, I give more. I liked how Switzerland played against Brazil. They were very pragmatic. They were very organized. They were very compact. They defended like a unit, and they played so smart. The Switzerland Serbia game now. Switzerland's more advanced. Switzerland Serbia game is going to be incredible. Winner goes through, and the way I've been seeing it could change. The way I've been seeing, I think Switzerland are going to go through because I just think they're a smarter team. They might not have better individual talents. The quality is more of Serbia. They play better as a team. Switzerland are more. They're way more pragmatic. I think so. I put Switzerland. To go through. All right, make a bet right now. I make think uh, I think uh, Serbia is going to make a bet. I say Switzerland, but what? Oh wait, wait, wait. Mike has to shave that to mustache. No, no, and you have to grow the mustache. No, no. What do you mean? Come you on, grow it? you buy me the souvlaki. Are you going to grow it? I buy you. No, the no, no. We want something for content for content. the people. Um, you shave your mustache. I shave and you grow you, you grow your mustache. You grow a mustache? Could you grow one? I never seen this guy. Of course you can. I've never seen any facial. Come on, guys, shake on it. You grow it? I will. Okay. Okay. That you are Serbia going through, you are Switzerland going through. And what about you? I mean, I, I didn't make a mistake. Anto, I should get a mustache comb because Switzerland are going through. It took right. Mike four months to grow that mustache. Five yeah. months. Marco's he's, generous. He's, he's, uh, he's going to be sad. All right. Hey, Molinari, you see what's going on over here? Molinari. Think, yo, look at Nick Molinari. Put the uh, camera yeah, on. Look at him. Look this at him, guy's look got him. facial hair. He shaved in the morning. Yeah, That's all he is now. I thought I had a lot of facial yeah. hair. You know what he's this doing right now? Nick Molinari, he got himself in trouble because he said he's going to play mid-tennis one of these days and then he's going to get embarrassed. He should record that. Hey. I just want to see the team. Mike, I just want to see the teams. I'm this is what we're going to do right now. <laughs> so, Nick, is that on, Nick? Is that on? The, the match? It's on. Okay, good. Mr. Rolinati versus Antonio in tennis. We'll record it for Anto stories. The mustache, so, we've got our World Cup brackets. It's early, but we want to talk about them. We already have some people who have gotten perfect scores. We have some people who have gotten not so perfect scores. Mm-hmm. We'll start with the top. Mm. First place. Exact. And that is Peter and me. We have Holland <laughs> versus USA. Exact what's happening. England and Senegal. The geniuses. Top two. Yeah, relax, Peter buddy. and me. Then we go to the bottom. <laughs> where things take a turn for the worse. Also, they didn't announce you in the first one. It's all right. <laughs> so, my dad. We'll start with him. He has three of the teams correct. He has the order wrong. He had England finishing in second. And USA in first, which did not happen. What a nice guy he is. And he had Holland finishing in first and Qatar finishing in second. Qatar had zero points. I think one goal scored, one goal scored in the yeah. entire tournament, if I'm conceded. not mistaken. So he had Holland uh against he had Holland against England, which is incorrect. And then he had USA Qatar, which is incorrect. <laughs> then we've got you guys who have the right matchup, mm. but the wrong teams. The wrong team. Mike had oh sorry, Antonio. Excuse me. Antonio had Ecuador going through in second place and not Senegal. Yes, Ecuador in front. That's why. Ecuador was very close. I love the way Ecuador played. Valencia was phenomenal. I did it for my friend Agustin. Too bad. <laughs> Agustin, if you're watching this podcast, I did it we for you. We love you, you Agustin. Okay? So you had Holland, USA mm. and England, Ecuador. So you were wrong. <laughs> Michael Cantaris. Which is the last one, right? The worst. Yes. 
No, no, no we're tired. No, we're you're tired. tired. You're tired. We're no, tired. But, but actually, both of you are. No, no. You know what? Mike is the worst. Mike is the worst. I'm going to explain right now. Hands? I'm going to clean my hands. You're I'm going to explain Mike. right now, and you're going to agree with me. Okay. So, of Michael is, had England, had Holland, and Senegal. Very good, Mike. You had Holland and Senegal. That's great. But but you had England in first, which is great. Mm -hmm. You put Wales in second. You went against the USA. You got to be kidding me. We should me. kick him out of this but country nah, right now. Yeah, what did you we should shoot you. I had USA. I had a person who could be shot. Mike. Mike had USA. Who didn't put a USA? My dad. You and my dad need to get kicked out. Right yeah. now, how get do you not believe country. in USA? You know what? And Wales finished on the bottom. I'm happy that I got that prediction wrong. I'm gonna. I wanted what, USA. What was your logic behind? I'm gonna receive your citizenship. Let me be honest with you. I saw Wales playing qualifying, mm. and same like Poland, they played well in qualifying, but on the big stage, they were shaking on their boots, like my good friend Antonio would say. So I don't know the big spotlight. They they choke. I don't know what. Let it me is. give you one word. But I'm happy. To be wrong for USA to yeah, go okay. We're what a cheeseburgers liar. tonight. Let me give yeah. you what a true American has. Uh -huh. And that is Antonio Chico Palme. <laughs> the most American name you could possibly get is more American than any of us. Anthony because Chicken Palm. <laughs> in the next, actually, Peter too. Because both of you guys have USA beating Holland on Saturday. What's wrong with that? USA beating Holland. It will beat Holland. They will beat That's Holland. a real American. That's they a real will. American right what there. What is wrong with this guy? Yeah, man. By the way, funny funny little note. He had England versus Ecuador, and he had Ecuador beating England. Your friend Agustin's a great friend, apparently, yeah. huh? Wow. Yeah, so. Interesting. No, I, I have a normal... Uh, bracket. Yeah, have, we, don't, have we, we don't do. We don't Holland try. We're not trying to win popularity contest. Yeah. We, we try We're to pick up. We go for the, go for the right. underdog. You got that I right. I will say though, USA. We just finished watching the match. Let's talk about them as well. Incredible. Uh, I think that ho the Holland matchup. Yes, I think that my prediction is that Holland will win, but Most it likely. won't. I I don't know. I'm kind of feeling like USA won't be that far apart. I haven't been that yeah. impressed with Holland. Uh, Gakpo has been amazing. He's got three goals. Uh, he's one of the breakout players of the tournament. Uh, one of the top goal scorers, if not the top goal scorer. Excuse me. He's three for three. I think the matchup could lend itself to USA. I do think Holland will win. But I don't think it might so. not be that far. USA, the first game against Wales was a disgrace because you're, you're, you, the way that they gave up the goal that and to tie that game, man. that should have been a win. The yeah. game against England, they did a great performance to do 0-0. Zero, zero, but... I still felt like they should have attacked more and gone for the goal. They were a little bit too happy for a 0-0. Yes, we would have been happy mm -hmm. with a tie, but at the point, England was not playing at all. Mm -hmm. They should have went for it a little bit more. They kind of die out in the second half. Same thing with the Iran game. They score the 1-0, but second half, they risked a lot with Iran in the mm -hmm. final minutes. Those kind of things kind of scare me about USA's chances. They lack a striker. I mean, when I see the team, yeah, they're, they're composed. Their midfield is good. But my gosh, when it comes to scoring goals, they don't have it. Two I goals in the tournament. I, I way mean, I think he's feeling a little bit too much pressure uh, to be on the top over there, and the fact that the name, the name recognition of his father, what he did uh, historically for AC Milan and uh, the way he played in Europe, uh, the, all the achievement that he had. But let me tell you something: United States, it's it's a, a day by day team. One day they <laughs> will play like a, like champion, and another day they will play. Uh, like below, a below, below standard. I would say half and like half team. Half and first, so, first half amazing, second half they die if out. If this team had a London Don, Donovan Ooh, uh, playing or Dempsey, a, or Dempsey Ooh, yeah. playing next to me, no, Dempsey as a forward, but yeah. like Donovan just uh, organizing the midfield with McKenney, this team could have done, could have definitely, the, hands down, 
you know, go I've done something through Maybe all, and then go even further, yeah, uh, further than that. But I just think they do miss a character like that. They I they definitely do. agree. The they thing definitely. I'm scared about is yeah, uh, Iran didn't really trouble their defense so much. It seemed like they just want to park the bus and try, and try to see how to draw because mm-hmm. that's what they needed to do. But USA's defense, when troubled, I always get nervous. Like, oh, they're going to concede. They don't look so secure for me. And now a team like Holland with some... Even though, yeah, they didn't impress me too much uh, this World Cup, a team like Holland with some real talent like that up front. I know England, they played against England. And you're saying, oh, but they played against... England didn't have a good day, I guess you could say. But against a team like Holland, it's going to be very difficult. But they could always be playing a worse opponent I think it's going to be a close game, but it's just going to be one of those games that Holland goes through. To be fair, I think Holland has also played tougher teams than USA had to play. Like, when you look at Senegal are the champions yeah, of Africa. Tough. They're a strong team, even without Mane. Mm-hmm. Ecuador came out very from tough. nowhere where people didn't expect them to be this good. Very tough. So, those were tough games that Netherlands played, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. I think that USA, besides England, I mean, Iran, mm. I know that they tried to push at the end. Uh, same thing with Wales. I was not impressed. Those games, I felt like USA was in control of their destiny yeah. until even they Wales. It, Wales wasn't even that good, and I don't know how they drew again. That's why I'm saying some. That was the biggest lots of the content, Like that Zimmerman thing. Like, I feel like they're susceptible to stuff like that just because I hey, feel like their they quality through. of the players aren't. Yeah, they got through. I they just got feel through. like. Their quality of the players aren't there yet. Listen, they're those young team. Those they're young Americans, they're they need young. a mental coach to tell them, listen, yeah. don't worry, don't be scared, Why don't just you go over it? there. I would have gone over there and just... What would just, be your speech? Yeah, My speech would be, okay, guys, we are in the huddle right now. Uh-huh. This is what you have to look at. It's what in my that? finger over here. Just uh-huh. focus on this. Clean all what? your freaking brain. We're going to put them to sleep. Are no, yeah, no, you hypnotizing them? Yes, we're going to be number one. That's it. Oh, so just focus on this good. one here, numero uno. Okay, the number one goal of today, we're going to win the game. Forget about who won 20 World Cup or 15 or 30. We are here to win. And the short of that, you guys are going to be starved for three months. So if you... Care about your health, you <laughs> need to score and to win this game. So you're going to threaten them to not I eat. I will threaten them not to eat. And no more cheeseburger, none of this drinking at night, no more Fridays, no more weekend, none mm. of that stuff. No more curly fries. No, that's no fries. So we need <laughs> to win. That's You see it. You'll see. You know what the one thing that will hinder them the most, I think has hindered them the most, mm. even besides the age, uh, quality, because they have some good players. Uh, Tyler Adams has been very impressive. Uh, McKinney as well. What's about Sergio Des? Their coach. Their coach, Greg Berhalter. I don't know. I don't like this guy. I, I don't think that he doesn't read games well. He does not manage uh, substitutions well. You don't see his body language. It's not really conducive I, to, to, to honestly, get the team fired up. I'm like waiting for subs to come in. I think he made poor choices, even with some of the selections as well. Uh, obviously, I don't follow U.S. soccer as much as uh, some people, but this is just some of the things that I've noticed throughout the games. I'm begging and waiting for changes Reina. to be made. What about this Reina, this even kid? Gio Reina, too. Yeah, but even, even the way that he okay. defended with five at the end uh, yeah, against yeah, yeah. Iran, I mean, I think that it was a poor strategy because I really felt that Iran was going to end up scoring. But listen, the game scary. way it went, I feel like they could have done more in certain matches to push forward, but hopefully USA go forward. Now... Let's talk about World Cup aside. Let's talk about these Juventus. Let's uh, peel the onion. So open this can of worms. Let's, let's oh make the story for everybody. Uh, first thing we should say is <sighs> at the moment, we do not know anything yet. We don't know. The only thing that we know is that Agnelli, Nedved, the board of directors have resigned from Juventus, from the club. It came out of shock during yesterday's match. I was watching and I saw the notifications going crazy. They say, arriva bene. He also... Uh, resigned, but he's going to be the one that still manages this transition period. And uh, Cherubini, who's the sporting director, is remaining because the sporting side is not getting touched. Allegri is remaining because the sporting side is not getting touched. Now, 
<laughs> where to start with this one? My opinion mm-hmm. is that something is coming. My opinion is that something big but of of the the counting issues that they've had, the, the plus Valenza, the, the, penalty, the penalties, salaries. Something, what do you mean something got penalties? Well, we know that there's been a prosecution. They've had this problem for quite some time that they've been fighting against, that they say things they did things the right way. But the fact that your entire board of directors resigns means to me that something big is about to come out and they had to resign so that they'd be able to either fight this or cover their asses or just that that's what you have to do because think about Andre Agnelli he did a lot to get Juventus to where they are today when he came in the club was in a bad place he won nine Scudetti did so much to get the team back uh both from both sides the sporting side the marketing side as an organization as a club things definitely started to fall off you know the event the Vikings the Juventus ultras protested against him saying to resign he's about to celebrate 100 years of the ownership of Agnelli and you resign now I know some people are saying, oh, this is Elkan who wants to get his cousin out now mm-hmm. to bring mm-hmm. in new blood. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't do it now. Yeah. You wouldn't do it this abrupt. They would have done a nice PR story where they come out and be like, all right, Agnelli did amazing. It's time to change it up. A hundred years. He's going to go on and work on Ferrari or one of the other XOR properties. You would make it like this like nice political move to make sure everything is right. But just happened when, out of nowhere. When you do it like this and you fire everybody... To me, that means a bomb is coming. It was during a World Cup game too, and then we saw something on Twitter. And everyone hey, was going they took crazy. over the World Cup. To be fair, yeah, that was insane, right? Yeah. Are you scared? A little bit, yeah. In what what kind <laughs> in what term are you? What kind of what scares you? So I've heard I've heard a lot of sides to this, and I think that I feel Tell like me the things okay, that scares you the yeah, most. I think I think a lot of people are speaking out of their ass. Like I think a lot of people are saying, "Oh, they can't touch the sporting side because it's a financial yeah, yeah. side," which I feel like that's not true because teams have been penalized for mm-hmm. not paying salaries and stuff. Some people said it can't touch the sporting side, meaning Juventus can't get demoted. They can't do all of these things. They're not going to get deducted points. Some have said the opposite, that they can. They I can. think nobody knows at the moment what it is, whether, I, you know, because when you hear Agnelli's words and when he says that we all went down so that new people could come in and they have a better fight to, you know, fight this prosecution, I think that the thing that scares me is that it's bigger than he's trying to make it out to be. Let me tell you the word that scares me the most when I was reading about it, because uh, while you guys, uh, you were playing, uh, uh, you know, foosball with Enrico, I I, I did scroll through some of the, okay. those, uh, those, uh, you know, the, the big letter titles. Over and what did you say? The word intercettazione in Italian means you've been listened to by the authority. So when you've been listened to it and those people, they have proof and they have even... Uh, you know, as un assegno, it's a check or something that has been written down. When something is not covered and you are representing a company that is in the, in the public market, in the, nella borsa, la borsa, it's yeah. like the stock market. Yeah. That's, that's criminality involved. Let's put aside the sport, the sport itself. But you are deceiving the shareholder that they put the trust on you to, you know, to represent them and to make, uh, you know, you are, you're going to be the, the best, the best guy to make the shareholder investment grow, yes. not just collapse, yeah. not collapse. I think that's and a big part of the for problem. For not being forthcoming, for not being forthcoming, that is going to be a major, major, major problem that Juventus is going to try to mitigate to try to limit the damage. Because once you, you've been listened to it and those people, believe me, they have the proof. If they didn't have the proof, they will never resign. The yes. CDA will not resign if they knew that they had no 100% proof for, for them sure, for a conviction. For sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. They resigned because they, they know 
that the, they got caught with their hands on the cookie jar. So yeah. that we, I think we all agree on sure, that. Yeah, yeah. That's so, the only reason why they do it. I think, I think this is, I think it's not a coincidence that this stuff here is coming up right now because the distraction is the World Cup is over there. So this is happening on the background. At the same time, even the CDA of Ferrari is being shaken up. Okay? Yeah, does, is that related? It I is, saw the team principal. It is. Think about it. Are you sure about this? I'm positive. <laughs> Elkan, Elkan is still the owner. Yes. Right? Okay, XOR, Binotto, yes. Binotto, which is the big gun over there, just got kicked out. Somebody else is going to be in. So it's like a, it's like a, a chess. It's like a, an implosion. But how are they related? It's an implosion within. In other words, everything is collapsing. Once you started to put, you know, the the the, the castle of cards, and you, you just line them up yeah. and you push the first one. The and dominoes. The dominoes. There you go. The I was thinking effect, about the pizza, 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 but the, the word was the domino. Effect, yeah. So the domino effect, pizza, all the cards. Pizza, pizza. Yeah, the, the domino. Well, I, couldn't, I couldn't get the word. Oh, the domino pizza. All the cards now. Okay, so what Antonio is saying is that Exor is a holding company that owns majority of Juventus, a Ferrari, Fiat, lots of prop Jeep, lots of properties, uh, which is owned by Elcon. Um, you know, they're this, they're they're all the one family. family. That's yeah. the, the, uh, the team principal of Ferrari also resigned. Okay, that's Antonio. Antonio is saying that they're connected. It's not I just want to make I just want to make it clear. IFTV as a whole does not say that they're connected. I have Nothing. no idea. I got insider information. I got insider information. You just said to that. me. The information is inside you. his head. One, some of my followers, they they can see that, I, they, they know that I can see into the future, but it's all here, guys. What's the name of that guy that keeps Chuck. Uh, Chuck? Chuck. Chuck. You're right about that. So watch the next couple of days. He's going to see Antonio was right. So one other thing, uh, they a lot of people saying that they would want. Uh, there's talks of a Del Piero or a Buffon or a Chiellini coming back within the team. Obviously, it's so hard to speak on any of that because we don't even know what's going to happen to the team. We don't know if this is going to be a major implosion where there actually will be deducted points, which might be best case scenario is just Literally. deducted points mm -hmm. or demoted to Serie B, Serie C, whatever it could be. We don't we don't know. We don't know what it could be. Or if it's they're getting rid of the board of directors to put new board of directors in that are going to fight this fight that are in better position. Because like you said, as shareholders, you do need, they're the ones that showed face. They mess with this. Whether other teams have or other teams haven't, doesn't matter. They're the ones who are getting caught for doing this. Mm -hmm. So norm, naturally, you have to resign. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't mean that the prosecution is going to come. It doesn't mean that we know what's yeah. going to happen. But I do think that it's worse than maybe they than a lot of people thought. I've got a great question for both of you, okay? Yeah. If you're not a Juventus, let's say you're not a Juventus, you're a, you're a Jobaron or you're a Commisso or you are a uh, Pioli or, or uh, the, the uh, AC Milan property or any other team, I said, hey, look what they did, those guys. They got caught, okay? So they gain, they gain an, an advantage while they were doing this kind mm -hmm. of, a, uh, you know, uh, operations. Or, uh, I wouldn't you know, be surprised if a lot of teams come of out of this. All those Bruce Valencia, now, not only Juventus is going to face the problem from the prosecution, but they're going to be facing the rest of the team of Serie A that they are looking at them. I said, hey, look, look where you are right now. And you did this. Look at it. You gain an advantage for doing what you did with the Bruce Valencia. That's what La Liga did. La Wait Liga put out a proposal to say. Wait a moment. So Marco, also, Juve, La, which La, is Liga, crazy. La Liga, by the way, oh, that was what, has, what Barcelona has gotten away yeah, with. Yeah. Yo, first oh, of all, They got away out. with murder. They did. They Barcelona, did. the transfer, they were supposed to be banned for like three uh, Mercatos and they were right. buying yeah. players. They all get out of it. But I don't know why they did that. Yeah. Well, I think because I think part of it could be 
how much Juventus and Agnelli has been the face of the Super League. I think part of it is that, you know, mm. for political reasons, you have to push back on Juventus. But that much? It I was just surprised. Yeah, it helps them out a lot. I'm not surprised. That doesn't surprise me that La Liga came out. You know what's crazy? The th that's I feel like that's why everyone was making a push, especially all you know all these bigger teams now, to like cover their tracks. Now, how how you the Juventus? I mean, the no Juventus. I'm talking about Marco, not the Juventus uh, uh, rep right now. Yeah. If you are a no Juventus or Napoli, because I heard even Napoli they are into this kind of stuff. How I didn't gonna, hear. I don't think Napoli. Yeah, I, don't, yeah, I, I think they're clean. How are you gonna fend off? That's Antonio's opinion. How are you gonna fend off all of the criticism and all the way and everybody? Everybody else is looking at you and said, "Hey, I want. We wanted to know the truth, and the truth has to come out now because the it campeonato. Will. All right, eventually. So, but at some point, is the punishment going to be established before the end of the campeonato, or, or I think these things take so many months. So many months. So they're going to let this go on, and then at the end of the campeonato, they're going to establish who was right and wrong. We don't know that the true answer is we don't know. They say that Juventus will elect the new board uh, in January. I think the first, the second week of January is when they're expected to release a new board, and maybe we'll know a little bit. At the moment, we don't. The truth is that we don't know. Nobody knows. It's unprecedented. I've never seen this exact scenario before. Even 2006 was extremely different. Mm. When we're talking about Calciopoli. Uh, so it's confusing. We're following the story. We'll keep you updated on whatever happens. The flip side is. Besides, besides the reason why, I do think it was time for to a move change. on from Agnelli. This has been a talking point that we've had for a yeah. little while. I think Agnelli did amazing for what he did to Juventus. He came in with a young business mind. He took over at 35 years old, which is an extremely young age, when the team was doing terrible. Mm -hmm. He won so many trophies. He got the team to a certain level. Um, he brought back the DNA of what Juventus were supposed to be. But at the same time, he did not, he's not perfect. He was not perfect. And I think a lot of his mistakes were sometimes, and I don't know the guy. I speak from the outside, what I've seen on the outside. I'm not saying this is true. This is just my feeling of mm -hmm. it. Is that a lot of the times that his ego got into the way of Juventus. I think he wanted to be the face of everything that went right. And I say that with the example of what happened with Del Piero. The fact that Del Piero was not invited back to the Juventus Stadium since he left, he, he came back one time and he says he was not invited. The fact that he was not involved in the club, the way that they treated certain legends like Marquisio. Anytime somebody got bigger than the team, I felt like that's immediately. If they anyone got, got, got more out. credit, yeah. Conte got more credit, Marotta got more credit, uh, Del Piero. They all bye got bye. rid of. That's my mm. feeling. I don't know that. Even Allegri got more credit. And I think, I think that it was. <laughs> you think about it. Well, how funny is it? Allegri's never leaving. So someone has not paid even the rent of his girlfriend. <laughs> I commented this. How funny is that Allegri outlast everybody? I cannot believe Allegri, this. Allegri I mean, will guy, go down with the, the worst. Ship. Yeah, the he, worst. I mean, he, uh, he's gonna he's gonna be the owner of Juventus. He's gonna run everything. himself as coach. But the thing he that can't, he can't fire himself, right? If he's on the top, no, then that's he can't, it. He's good. The thing that I found money talks. The biggest thing that I found crazy with this it was just. It was just Agnelli. You always thought he was a figure that's going to stay there till the day he dies. And then just out of nowhere, this guy just resigned. So I just I just found it bizarre. I was like, whoa, Agnelli. The whole board stepping down. I was like, these guys must know something, you know, that's going to, we're going to find out later. And they, they just did. I feel like they just, My, they lost the country. You look happy. No, I... Why would I be happy? There's not good because for there's not good for Serie A at it's all. It's sad. It's sad because no. of Serie A. But I'm saying I just found it insane because Agnelli, I just that figure. I feel like he'd be there for for until the day he dies, literally, and just well, him to be dropping fair, out out of nowhere. To be fair, he didn't I was step so down. Confused. He didn't step down 100. He just took himself out from the city. Well, yeah, to just, be fair, you know, it's not no, Agnelli's not the sole owner. So no, right. no, yeah, Elkan, yeah. Elkan, Elkan is the guy at the end of the day that runs yeah. XOR, and I'm, he was the one that would call the shots. And I feel like. 
personally, I think even when you look at Lapo Alcon, who's part mm -hmm. of the family, John Alcon, some of their comments over the past couple of years, it sort of felt like... You saw a comment or something? Really? I, but I that thought much? It, I thought it was going to be in the way of like, oh, he's going to move on to... We're going to bring somebody else in. You thought this in. soon too? I was... I honestly was expecting wow. that. I didn't think before the 100 years, of course, mm -hmm. anniversary. I didn't think in this way, but I did feel like eventually it'll move on. This is probably not the terms that they well, wanted they to move on. they kept losing too, it was they were kind of forced. But out besides in a losing, sense. when you watch it, look at the way that the stadium has become. The Juventus Stadium doesn't sell out. The curva has been gone mm. for a long time. The results, the 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 management, the amount of uh, coaches that have been fired and sacked, the director sportivo yeah. that has not been solid, mm -hmm. even the revenues of the club. Uh, the there's same. so many things. I know. I said Agnelli did great at one point. The Super League, the whole, the way that they handled the Super League was embarrassing. Yeah, image. That, that there's a lot a of big... different things that sort of to feel like me that it would somebody else will come in. But again, I thought that they would have done it in like a very Juventus way, a very corporate like. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, this is the that, way that we're doing that. things. If you were to point a finger to someone, <laughs> you no. If you were to point the finger to someone. Uh, that that did not do what he was supposed to do, even a, an advisor to Agnelli, who would you point the finger to? I, I, I hope you understand what I'm trying to no, tell No, I don't get it. So Nedved <laughs> to me is one of them, because Nedved, even though he's the vice president, the, uh, you know, yeah. he's the one that, you know, technically is telling uh, uh, Andrea, hey, this is a good player, this can do this. Can. Well, we really don't know what Nedved does. Yeah, it's to a be honest. Dog. To he be honest, we, he loves having parties. That's the problem. <laughs> that is the problem. To be honest, we don't really know what Nedved does. He's the vice president. Yes, he's. You always need a person that played for the club it's to be the there. Yes, man. But I do have a feeling. Again, I don't know the person. I don't know any of this yeah. stuff. But it does feel like I think that Nedved is somebody that says a lot more yes to Agnelli than it does oh. giving his opinion and saying, "Hey, if we don't do this." Perfect example. When they fired Allegri the first time, they had an argument over who they wanted to bring in. Mm -hmm. Would it have been Sarri? Would it have been Conte bringing back Conte? Agnelli said, "We're not bringing Conte back." Period. Nedved mm -hmm. wanted him. But who's putting their foot down? Yeah, At the end of the day, it's Agnelli. Does Nedved ever say, you either listen to me or I'm walking? I think he's there to show no. face. He's like Zanetti, I feel like. Look, do you think of Marotta? But I think, Zanetti, Marotta I think Zanetti decides a lot more than... Like than, But Nedved... He never talks. And I feel yeah, like there's no... Zanetti speak. I feel like Zanetti's just yeah. there to be there. Marcos, and there's nothing wrong with that. Look at Maldini, for example. Maldini's no, actually running the club. No, Maldini does Maldini's like completely different than that. But Zanetti, I feel like he's mostly there to show face. But Zanetti has done a really great job at... Think about the ownership of Inter, how they they switched owners, mm -hmm. you know, to the yeah, zone. He was, was there seamless. to make sure yeah, to okay. teach the way things went. Nedved, I, I, I just feel like a, a person like Alessandro Del Piero, who is as classy as you get, never spoke out of terms, would never yeah. go against anyone. Even, even as bad as Agnelli would treat him or Juventus would treat him, he would never speak bad about them. I think a person like Del Piero would not go back to the team unless it was his way. Unless, because he's not just going to be there and be like, yeah, everything is good he would want to actually change things and do things his way. So, you know, he's not he's not a yes man. He would go there and he would be president, honorary president, whatever it is, and help decide things and make things the way that he wants. Marco, go back Which a would not bit, have been okay with Agnelli. Go back a little bit on the books, okay, of the history of Juventus. You know what the, the one of the greatest uh, uh, manager Bettega, of right? Juventus? Well, Bettega, it was Boniperti. Boniperti. Those were the guys. And then Marotta came after the fact. Those were the guys that uh, they made news every time that Boniperti was there. It was not for uh, Boniperti made things happen. What was so special about him? Because I, mean, I don't remember Boniperti, well, obviously. I know he was a first player. First of all, he was a spectacular player. I mean, one at the top. Bettega, too. Bettega, well, he made a history of Juventus, too. And the Italian national team, too. But uh, their, their tenure and uh, their... Uh, 
the, the personality and the fact that they represented the team while they were player and outside with a lot of their leadership. Those people, they're not big talkers, but uh, they made a lot of things happening for mm. Juventus. Now you get this Paratici. I don't know. This guy has never played soccer all his <laughs> life. He's a lawyer. I mean, lawyers... But are... he's from Piacenza. Paratici. <laughs> he's not there anymore. Paratici, Paratici. This Paratici, to me, is not. it was not the quality of manager that Juventus needed. Well, he should not have been brought Somebody in. Somebody sure. needed to take Agnelli's head and say, he Ronaldo. Hey, hey, you doing screwed everything wrong. Up. You saw, listen to me, listen to me, listen, please. Yeah. Somebody had had the balls to tell Agnelli, listen, what you're doing is wrong. I don't care that you're the president. You know that rumor? You, can, you know who that person was? Who? Marotta. That's what I'm and, saying. And what That's happened. like a fire. Bye-bye. From what I've heard, from what I've heard, Paratici never wanted to be the number one. He's mm. a great scout. He's an amazing scout. Be the same vice. talent. But he was not the guy to call all the shots. That's why Marotta and Paratici work so well is because Marotta could be the number one. Mm-hmm. He could be the head. But guess what? When you're the number one, you need to tell the boss. You're the one that speaks to the boss and says, hey, I don't agree with this. And I think when that whole Ronaldo situation came up and Marotta said, hey, this is not our style. We don't want to get Ronaldo. We don't want to spend that money that puts them in a financial burden, that's the moment where Agnelli said, all right, now you're overstepping yourself. You're out. I have the solution for you. What's the solution? We are friends with uh, a certain guy's last name, Gagliani. Okay? Adriano Gagliani. Don't laugh. Gagliani, okay, even though he's involved with Berlusconi and Monza right now, is someone that just can go over there clean house a what's wrong with you he's from Milan he would never go to not anymore why he's available he's available no he's not he's available wait why would you want him to go to Juventus Uh, if I were smart if I was Agnelli or the CDA they said hey why don't we get Galliani over here? You're a Milan fan. Why would you want Galliani to go to Juventus? Because I want to embarrass you guys. Because I said, <laughs> hey, this is the way you do the things the right way. Have you ever heard any scandal about AC Milan when Galliani and Berlusconi were there? None. You're not, we won everything with those guys. He's chilling at Monza, Anto. Yeah, but Galliani, again, Galliani has got connection with all the best team in the world. Real Madrid, Barcelona. Santos, 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 Cosmos too, Cosmos. Cosmos, whatever. He's got it all. He's got the connection with What's all that? the best team in Argentina, in Brazil. He's yeah, you said all. a lot of wild things. This might be the most wild thing you've yeah, ever said. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, about to say. You know Yo, what Galliani is literally a legend for Milan. Why would you even suggest that? It's no longer employed by the AC Milan. Business is business. And you guys got caught with your, with your pants down because you don't know how to run business. We're talking about business. You know they business? know how to run a little okay. jewel. Do you know business? Yeah, listen Are to you me. available? I am. I would am. you go, would you go over on Juventus? Uh, for the right amount of money, wow, I would. that's messed up. You're a traitor, huh? But you're Milan. Don't worry about it. <laughs> He's gonna do something. Inside I'll job. I will take Vlaovic away from them. <laughs> and give it to what would be your What would be the first three things oh, you did yeah. if you if you got in charge of Juventus? Uh, one, okay. two, and three. Uh, I will just fire at Nedved. Number one. He changed the colors. He already to, resigned. To black and red. Okay. <laughs> so what I will do, uh, to be honest with you, I will first bring the Piero first okay. in. Not even you don't need three people, Kellini, nah, none of that stuff. I will get rid of Bonucci He's from playing. the team immediately. <laughs> I will get I will get rid of Allegri, that's number three. Okay. okay. And then and then I will I will just start to, to to build up the team around one or two players. Like who? Di Maria, goodbye. Okay. Pogba, goodbye. That was a major mistake. Goodbye. Just trash all of this who garbage else? over here. Boss. 
Okay, who else? Who are uh, you building around? Who do I, who do I want to build around? Uh, let me just think about one player that any Juventus deserve to stay. Vlaovic? Mm, 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 mm. Maybe Chiesa, maybe, maybe. And um, Kovacic. Kovacic, uh, what's his name? Kostic. Kostic. Oh, Those two guys. All Kovacic. the rest, even... All, it's garbage. Send them to Santos. Just get rid of them. Just get rid of all this. Start, start from, from scratch. You guys have a mess over there. You you have a lot of good cables, but they're all tangled up. You need somebody to come there and just little by little I think untangle that's... the mess. You have a mess on your hands over there. Yeah. Too many moving parts. You need to just get everybody mm. on the on, on a situation that you can just, oh, a, B, C, D, E. Everybody's all over the place. The A's on the Z, the, the, the D's on the K. You have to just get the team in a position to perform and to to score high results for the for the shareholders and for the team itself. So there's definitely two parts to the equation. It's the business side, which is harder for us to speak about because we don't see it as much. Uh, but the sporting side, I definitely think bringing somebody in like who, you know, Juventus got Marotta from Sampdoria because he built up that club so well. I think you look towards that, maybe Sassuolo, what, what they've done. You know, a team that has built the correct way uh, and, and tried to, Atalanta, you know, build from that that kind of idea and that style. Anyway, uh, we went long on this podcast. Yeah, last thing, ask yourself why Zidane never wanted to, to consider the job he's from Juventus. France. Excuse me? <laughs> you heard me. Excuse me? No, I did not. Yeah, you did. All right. So you did hear me. <laughs> Why Guardiola never considered to take a job with Juventus? Because Guardiola needs go? a billion euros to build the team. Juve? Why Conte did He just an extension. Why Conte wanted, wanted to go. He wanted to come Agnelli back. Conte. Didn't want oh, wow. Mm. But Guardiola just got an extension for two years and he gets all the money. But where else could he go besides Man City? Nowhere else. That's it. Let me tell you something. Guardiola, with, yeah. the right, with the right amount of money, Brescia. it will have come. Maybe have Santos. Come. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to punch you. Guys, thank you for watching. We'll talk to you soon. Chat Ciao, guys. Ciao, guys.